Hello and welcome to the ET PhD team podcast, the podcast here to help you with your relationship with food and body by giving you evidence-based techniques to support yourself with a sprinkling of feminism, a dash of dismantling diet culture and a side of vulnerability as we share our own messy lives with you. I'm Emilia, a registered nutritionist and PhD with the sole purpose of making your life happier and healthier. If you love it, please do go wild and share it. And if you're ready for support with our coaching, details are in the show notes. Hello and welcome to episode number 192 of the ETPHD team podcast. It's just me, myself and I. You're lucky I did sing Beyonce there because it was on the tip of my tongue. Not that you'd be able to recognise it because, well, it's me and I sound like cats dying when I sing. Anyway not the point today's episode we're going to be talking about journaling but not in the usual sense that we might talk about it because often when I suggest journaling to people it's met with some resistance either you think that it is too airy fairy um or you think that like you don't know where to start and we we you know we share journaling prompts all the time Anna's the queen of journaling prompts she's always got some on her Instagram page um but for a lot of you, you kind of think, well, journaling's not really for me. So I am here to tell you why. You might want to rethink that and really to talk about journaling for people that feel resistant to journaling and especially people who think journaling is a bit too airy-fairy. Journaling is so super important. And if we're looking at specifically relationship with food stuff, we know it supports things like emotional regulation So your ability to be aware of and recognise and meet your emotional needs appropriately aside or away from food. And emotional regulation is really important, not just in terms of emotional um, eating or dysfunctional eating habits, but just in day-to-day life. The more regulated you can be with your emotions, the more able you are to have um, developed connections, stronger connections with people, the more able you are to have vulnerable conversations with people, to discuss boundaries, to have difficult conversations and it not impact your relationships, emotional regulation is just so, so important. Journaling develops gratitude and just an overall sense of well-being. We know that just daily gratitude practice for even something as short as three weeks can potentially um, improve feelings of gratitude. And I definitely find that with gratitude, I almost forget to talk about it now because it's something that's so ingrained. And in the people that I know that practice daily gratitude, it's obvious in these people that they do because I might go for a walk with them and they'll point out the like incredible scenery or something really quite mundane as beautiful. Or, you know, we might be having dinner and they'll just see how just delicious it is or how incredible it is and that kind of practice of daily gratitude for the small and the large things really does translate into a much more positive outlook in general not toxically positive but a certainly a more optimistic outlook in general journaling develops self-awareness so just your understanding of yourself your own stories your own patterns of behavior thoughts etc it develops personal awareness of dysfunctional eating habits so on the website that I'm going to link in the show notes, we have journaling prompts specifically for your relationship with food and it asks you to look at things like 
vulnerability factor. So, you know, what happened in the time frame leading up to the time that I overate, what happened afterwards, and it allows you to start to recognise any trends in your overeating or overexercising or undereating, etc. And if you have journal prompts that are specifically focused towards like specific areas like self-compassion, we know that it improves self-compassion, um, body functionality, awareness and appreciation, which helps your body image. So again, we've got some journaling prompts for that on the website. It's just so, so incredible and it helps to support our ability to cognitively reframe. And what that means really is often when we fall into a difficult situation, we tell ourselves a story of what we believe to be true. So a really obvious example of this is um, if someone doesn't text you back, say you're dating someone and they don't text you back for a day, in your head you might go, oh, they always text me at lunchtime and they haven't texted me today, they're clearly going off me this is it, we're not going to be dating anymore, they don't like me, it must be because last night I said a really unfunny joke and they realised how much of a loser I am, okay? But when we cognitively reframe that, we can say, well, is that true? Do we know that to be true? Or is that something that I'm just telling myself? And so journaling allows you to kind of delve into that and say, well, actually, what alternatives are there to this situation? Maybe this person got really busy at work. Maybe they left their phone at home. Maybe they're so secure in us dating now that they don't feel the need to text at the same time every day. Who knows? And so journaling can be really helpful for that. However, if you're listening to this podcast, you might think, yeah, but I don't really want to get in touch with my feelings, to be honest. I don't really care about developing self-awareness. That doesn't really float my boat. But journaling isn't just about your feelings. It's so effective in personal development. And if you speak to any successful entrepreneur, business owner, CEO, I can almost guarantee that they do some form of journaling because it helps you just plan your week, prioritize your tasks. It helps give you a sense of meaning and purpose. And what I mean by that is, You can reflect on your day and see where your work has had meaning, where often we just kind of go day to day about our tasks without really thinking. It helps you to keep a record of the progress that you've made. Sometimes, especially when you're developing your relationship with food, it's hard to see quantifiable progress. Maybe you're not taking scale weight or tracking macros, for example, Um, but You can see that when you've written in your journal that you've massively reduced your overeating or you have started to be able to eat pizza without feeling guilty, these types of things. Journaling helps you keep a progress of that stuff. It helps you identify patterns that prevent you from reaching your goals. And I think this one is key. One of the most common questions I get asked is how do I stop self-sabotaging? Super common. And the answer there's, I mean, I could go on for ages about the answer to that. But realistically, everyone quote-unquote self-sabotages for a different reason. And I don't really love the term self-sabotage. But, you know, we spoke about this on the, the last podcast on Thursday with Anna and Steph. Of Sometimes people self-sabotage because of a fear of success. Sometimes people, people self-sabotage because of the fear of failure. There are lots of reasons, but no one can tell you the reason. You have to figure it out. And if that's not through therapy, then you can do that through journaling starting to notice any patterns that you're having. It can help you to develop and strengthen your own voice. 
I mean, how often do you have conversations in the shower of conversations that you wish you'd had with someone? I still do it now, and I think, right, I'm going to have this conversation the next time I see someone, and then I don't. And then I put it in my journal instead, and, you know, it helps me understand what it is that I want to say so that then I can use my voice more effectively, and especially as women, we need to get better at using our voice. And journaling also helps make a memory of milestones that might just pass you by without notice. So little things where someone sends you a beautiful message just out of the blue or you just spent a, an incredible day with your family not doing anything specific but it was just a wholesome day journal allows you to just document those things it's not about feelings and anything more than what a beautiful day I had being present with my family but all of this being said I know some of you still hate journaling and I think the key thing is it can feel airy-fairy. If you're someone, maybe you're type A, not that I like to put people in boxes, but maybe you're type A, you're quite controlled, you're quite um, logical, you don't love a star sign, which, you know, can't relate to, you know, you really are quite, you don't, you don't love, you, maybe you're a bit sciencey and you just don't love that kind of softer stuff. Totally, totally, totally okay. But you bunch journaling into that you think journaling is soft and airy-fairy and feeling sane so you don't like it right some of you don't know what to write and if someone just says oh just just word dump just word vomit and get it out on paper which is how I journal you think I don't even know where to start my head is so full of stuff that I'd rather just not do it at all so you don't some of you hate it because it forces you to feel your feelings and it can actually elicit difficult emotions. I think sometimes we forget. And when we're talking about journaling and we're telling everyone to journal, if you had a lot go on in your life or you've got a lot going on right now, journaling can bring some of that to the surface. And as much as that can be really helpful so that you don't then turn to food or alcohol or sex or shopping to kind of suppress that, you can also find that you're in an uncomfortable situation because you're feeling all these difficult feelings. And so maybe that happens once and you think, I, not, I don't want to do that again. It's not comfortable. And some of you just don't make the time for it. Let's be honest. Sometimes habits are hard to build because we just don't make the time to do it. But usually when we don't want to do something like this, it's usually when it's most useful to do that. Um, what I would say as a bit of a side note is this, if journaling is something that is really triggering for you, it is worth talking that through with somebody um, because at no point, like journaling, like I said, might bring up difficult emotions, but at no point should it overcome you. So moving on, I think what's really important is actually having some specific focused guided prompts that are going to help you develop your relationship with yourself or to be more productive or just actually starting to get comfortable with what journaling can be without overthinking it. So I'm going to give you some prompts and what I would say is I have put a document together on the website. It's emilia.fitness, www.emilia.fitness forward slash education or just click on the education tab and you will get this downloadable um, journaling prompts. You can also scroll down on that page and you'll find some specific to your relationship with food. So if you think, oh, do you know what? I've cracked these basic daily prompts and weekly prompts, then I want to do something a little bit deeper. Then you can look and you can see the relationship with food one. 
So daily prompts, I recommend that you have these and you ask yourself these every single day for a week, just one week and see what it feels like. The end of every day, did I achieve what I planned today? What were my top three priorities of the day? Did I accomplish those top three things? And if not, what stopped me? What's one thing from one win from today? What's one thing I'm grateful for for today? And what three tasks or habits am I committing to tomorrow? Nothing airy fairy in that. You might think gratitude is airy fairy, but it's not it's relatively, relatively well evidenced. Um, but again, nothing airy fairy. Really effective journaling really will help you start to think about are my actions aligned with what I say that I want. I think sometimes we can fall into a little bit of a victim mentality of things not going our way. And then when we look at our habits, it's like, well, no wonder things are not going our way when we're those are the habits that we keep. And sometimes our habits are born from like dysregulation and um, feel less like a choice. But more often than not, our habits are actually things that we can actually change behaviourally. And again, I'm kind of separating this from more intense relationship with food stuff. So I'm not saying overeating is a choice, although for some people it, it is. Um, I'm not saying that an inability to take a rest day from exercise is a choice necessarily, or it doesn't necessarily feel like a choice, although it, it is. So anyway, these six daily prompts, I would recommend you do them every single day for seven days. And then there are six weekly prompts that I'd like you to do on a Sunday or a Saturday or Friday, whenever, once a week. How was my work-life balance this week? Looking at my actions and my choices, what would I guess from the outside are my values? This one, super important. You need to know what your values are, but it's really helpful to look at yourself from the outside and think, okay, well, this person spent 95% of their time working and 5% of their time building relationships, and yet they say their core value is love, connection, and friendship. So from the outside, your value looks like impact maybe, or money, or um, career progression, but from the inside you're saying something else. So a really, really helpful question to ask yourself. Looking at my actions and choices, what would I guess are my values? What do I need to change next week to be more aligned with my values? Where did my mind get lost this week and what stories did I tell myself? So that one's a little bit airy-fairy. I just shoved it in there in the hope that you might want to do it. Um, I think we all have to hold ourselves accountable to where we let our brains go wild sometimes and tell ourselves stories that are not necessarily true or accurate. The next question, what is my intention for the coming week and what is my main goal for the coming week? Ask yourself these questions. What this does is it just sets your headspace in the right place for the coming week to help you move forwards you can also do something like put these on a friday morning and say like you know what's my intention for the weekend what's my main goal for the coming weekend and that can be helpful if you're somebody who tends to kind of sack everything off over the weekend and then wake up on a monday feeling really guilty and i'm not just talking about food i'm talking about anything so you can reword these a little bit to suit you and you can see there's nothing airy fairy in that i've also put a question in the um journaling prompts that you have to go to the journaling prompts to see it's one of my favorite questions in the world and it's really really great for helping you reassess your actions and take forwards action um so i'll leave that in there and you can go and download that and you can have a little look at that but i hope that you can see that journaling 
doesn't have to be this really feelings heavy thing and I do hope that long term you do start to look at that in a little bit more depth and, and start to think more about your feelings and your emotions and developing that self-awareness and emotional regulation but I totally recognize that sometimes that's just too much and you don't want to do it but doing these more quantifiable objective questions and prompts it takes you five minutes in the night time and just five minutes will help you again just develop your self-awareness about your actions and your behaviors and that's it so anyone that hates journaling try this even if you're used to journaling and you want to try it in a different way give it a try and let me know thanks so much for listening i hope you enjoyed it and as always if you did please do feel free to like share subscribe and review and if you would like to chat to me then you can find details of my instagram in the show notes